Hey, Tiles, you better look both ways before crossing the street, man. I'll be fine. Ooh, wait, Tiles. Oh, my God. Wait, hold on. Stay with me, man. Stay with me. Keep your eyes open. Tosh, wait. What's going on? Tosh, Tosh. Let me out. Hey, what's going on, people? There's far, there's two bar, and then there's a tattoo bar where we take a couple of items that you would never think would go in the same bubble unless you were smoking something that you really weren't supposed to, unless you got a license <laughs> for it, and then come back to tell all your friends about it so they can be in awe of your genius. My name is Dietrich. I am with my lovely co-host Taj. Hey, how's it going, folks? All right, and today we're we're on a touchy little subject. It's a little bit of a morbid subject, but it's got a good twist to it. So I think we you might like it. Uh, for this round of talks, we're gonna explore the world of reincarnation, not for the sense of what you think about, but for the sense of from a nerd standpoint. What would happen if you got Boom, your TV turned off, your clock punched, your your um your lights turned off, your um your snot box got blown back, whatever the situation is where you were no longer on this planet, but your soul was still intact and was reincarnated in a video game. <laughs> Not as a just a video. Yeah, as is anything. You know, some people come back as animals, some people come back as insects, some people want to be a bicycle seat on a girl's bicycle. Some people, <laughs> you know, there's there's a bunch of different things that people want to be reincarnated as. But me, I wanted to take mine just a little step further. I wanted to come back at a classic video game. And in this situation, we're looking at very classic video games, whether it be arcade, whether it be Atari, whether it be Nintendo. What is your first game system that you had that had a game that just captivated your life to the point where you felt like if you died and were able to come back, you wanted to be in that game? For me... I don't know about you, Taj, but for me, my game is one of those that'll either piss you off for the fact that all the time you spent into it and then one little wrong move, you're gone, or will make you happy of the fact that it feels like it's never ending. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I know that was a big opening, right? Yeah, yeah, big shoes to fill. The game that I chose was Atari's own pole position. Oh, my God. I, I played tons of hours of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Brought back memories of nostalgia, didn't it? Okay. So yeah. for y'all youngsters that had no idea what in the world I'm talking about, Pole Position was a classic video game that came out on Atari. It was the first game that looked like it was 3D because it didn't go with the standard side-by-side skirt. It actually looked from a front view standpoint of a racing game. And it was a game in which you were a race car, racing other cars, going around corners, bins, desert, snow, night, 
day and the levels would change as you got to certain parts. And every time a level would change, a new form of activities would come up. You would have um, cactus that would get in your way. You'd have dust balls that fly in the middle of the screen. You'd have other cars that seemingly look like they came out of nowhere when you were going around the corner and running up on somebody. And next thing you know, you had to either dodge out the way or you would die. And if you die, you had to start the level all over again. And there was no there was no uh, custom save points. There was no, there was a pause. You could pause the game, but if you came right back in from the pause and you were miscalculated your turn or step with the joystick at any point in time, you were sh- surely going to crash and burn. And in this situation, I wanted to come back reincarnated as a driver in pole position. Um, I felt like that way I could live on forever. <laughs> And I would do one thing that I love doing a lot more than pretty much anything else besides riding motorcycles and that's driving cars. So I felt like that would be the perfect way for me, the best car racer that I could be. I would never have to show my face. You would never have to see my body. All you would see is my head sticking out on top of the Indy car and going around corners as fast as I possibly could with power ups and everything else in between. Yeah, and th- that was one thing I was going to mention for for some of the people that never played the game. It, it's it's Formula One indie cars, so it, it's the the low to the ground, you know, gravity's pushing the car down to the ground type of car. But exactly. in, in pole position, they were made out paper. You if you touch the wheel of the car next to you, you both exploded. Gone, gone. <laughs> yeah, that was the pinnacle of precision driving. I don't yeah. care about. Um, Forza, I don't care about Gran Turismo. I don't care about any of these things that they try to say it was like the best driving game ever. No. Yeah. It had to be pole position because you had to be precise in your turns. You had to be precise in when you were crossing somebody. The smallest little fraction of a mistake, bam, you crashed, you were over with, you were done with. And half the time, it was the other car's fault, not yours when you're trying to pass it, because you'd be like, I'm in my lane. Of <laughs> you'd <course>. be like, <laughs> but jump that over. Was, that was the algorithm, right? It always, once you got close or in proximity to another car, it always tend to like bend and turn into your lane, like <laughs> just out of like smite. Like, okay, I know you're the protagonist of this game, but I really don't like you. So I'm going to try and nail your ass as hard as I can. <laughs> Plus, if I, if I remember, it had that cool Doppler effect where you you could hear the engine of the other car when you came up onto it, and it yes. got louder, and then it would fall behind. It was like, <laughs> it, and plus, that's how you could hear the car coming up behind you. You're like, oh crap, somebody's behind me. I don't that, know where they are. Our, yeah, that was our first <laughs> cue in the special effects and surround sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before well, we had the speakers behind our head and Bluetooth everything, we actually had to listen for the TV. It was crazy. Yeah. Well, because it'd be one of those things, like, if you hit the rough too hard on the turn, and then you you would hear the noise behind you, you're like, well, it's not in front of me. It's like, where is this car behind me? Because I know he's going to whip around the corner. I'm going to be in the wrong position, touch it, and then there we go. <laughs> We both died. There was no back button. There was no turnaround. You could look in your rear view and yeah. see what's going on. No, it was true IndyCar, no rear view, just going. 
Well, and to this day, that's why most racing games have that rearview mirror button, and I still don't use it because, like, I grew up without it. Like, I grew up without <laughs> being it. It's like, and since nowadays the video games, you know, you can love tap the other car and not explode. You're like, okay, I, I don't need the rearview mirror. I just need to block this person. <laughs> I, I give you a perfect example of, of a racing game that I was involved in. It really pissed me off. It was, um, oh. Need for Speed, uh, was it Rivals? Or no, Need for Speed Heat. That's what it was. Need for Speed Heat. I was racing in that game, and what I tell you, it was meant to crash into everybody and anybody because the 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 characteristics of the game were so out of whack. You know, the littlest touch on your joystick, and you would go um, skidding into somebody else, or it wanted you to try and drift. But the drift was so outrageously placed in the game that you had no no way not to knock over a car or a lamp, lamp post or a mailbox or something uh, of his nature. And don't yep. let you crash into somebody. It just you know left a little mark on the car, but the car was still rolling like it was bulletproof. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> especially I went online with it. Yeah, I, I knocked everybody's ass out of contention. And by the end. <laughs> Uh, half of the riders, it was eight riders, half of them quit uh, on the track because nobody wanted to race with me. Anyway. I was like, yeah, this, this isn't going to work. I need to get back to my precision playing. So I whipped out the Atari and started playing pole position. And then I remembered just how mad I got playing the game for hours at a time, knowing that I was never going to actually finish the game. All right. Yeah, because it never ended, right? It never drove me so. insane hundreds and hundreds of 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 levels to go through <laughs> and if you, if you turn the game off if your mom came and pulled the cartridge out because you got bad grades and tried to hide them from her um if you, if you literally made a misstep yes yeah, start all over it was like oh, <laughs> my life is over i like it i like it so. okay what was yours? So uh, mine was uh, this one. I really didn't do any research with it. I just went first love. <laughs> so uh, type of thing. Um, mine was uh, Metroid. It, either that or Super Metroid. Yeah, both of them. But I know we were going classic. So the original Metroid was, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Link. You know, I like Mario. But you know, I've beaten Metroid more than beaten. Well, I don't know. It's pretty close. <laughs> so, but I just like Metroidvania style games. And it's it just one of those things that, like, I know it'd be kind of isolated, but, you know, I get to play as Samus, you know, <laughs> kick ass <laughs> Space Marine, you know, <laughs> just be awesome. Samus made my blood boil. When I got to the end of Met- Metroid, I found out that it was a woman in a bikini. <laughs> and I was like, shocked the hell out of me. That was like one of those hair blown back moments when I actually had hair on top of my head. Some of it flew off that day. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget that. And, and Metroid definitely made you you know, play your corners, made you watch your back, made you watch all the, all the kind of protons that were coming at you to try to destroy you from the creatures. Um, yeah. Yeah, I totally get it. 
Well, plus Metroid had that cool thing where it's like you could get hit, but then if you took out enough enemies, you could pick up energy cells to get your life back, which like that was, you know, Castlevania was never like that. Well, I can't remember if Castlevania even had that. Like, as far as I remember, Castlevania was like, you got it, you lost health and that was it. Yeah, you got hit three times, you're done. (laughs) Yeah. It was not even a question of it. it. Even if they barely love tapped you when you tried to jump over their head, bam, bam you're dead. So yeah, yeah, it, yeah. That was the first like fight for your life type situation that I remember being in a video game um, that actually worked. That and Contra, um, those those two really worked in that in that favor where you know you get some drops or health while you're trying to fight for your life and in certain situations came up, you were able to extend your time playing the game with it. So Right. So exactly. So what? No, I'm just thinking about all the Metroid games that have come out that was like, yeah, that that that, that works. Yeah. Scary works. Yeah. I know. I mean, we we need a new one. I'm not sure if we need a new 3D one, but we need a new one. I mean, what was the last good Metroid game? Super Metroid. <laughs> you didn't like um, Corruption? I, I, did, I did like the two Primes. Uh, I like Super Metroid Prime, Prime 2, but I never played the one after that, so... Yeah, corruption was kind of beast. That was kind of bomb. That was that was the first person view running through, and, and I had an RP. Yeah, Prime and Prime Two were both first person too. Yeah, yeah, I know. Prime and Prime Two were good. I just like corruption of the fact that you, you know, you you had a little touch of, of sinisterness to add to the plot, even though the plot was kind of sucky, but. <laughs> Yeah, it, it kind of worked out, but you know, we we need to definitely need to bring back Metroid. All right. Um, I would love to have like a 2021 version of Pole Position, <laughs> just <laughs> uh, just to see how kids would react today if they played the game and realized that they couldn't save, that they had to stick their little hours into it all day long. Like, how far would they actually get before they realized they were never going to beat it? That's that's called agony. That's torture. That's hell. That's what that's what I want them to go through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because up up until then, like if if you had a racing game, it was always over the top. It was never side scrolling. So right. it's, it's always be you go around the frame of the the thing. So and, and so that's what made pole position so interesting. Was like because you're driving straight ahead. So. And what made Metroid so interesting was it to me, it was the first version of an action game where, yeah, it was a linear, linear way in order to beat the game, but it had enough cushioning in between where, where you actually could could play your own style. And I, I think Mega Man was was copy that after a while, um, you know, so. It really yeah. came out to to really add like an action packed scene to each each level that you were on, and it wasn't a part where you would just get bored or searching around for stuff like Zelda. Legend of Zelda pissed me off more than anything for all the searching around and searching artifacts and things that you had to pick up in order to go to the different rooms, and you had to come back to different rooms in order to find out there were secret parts in the room that you were 
weren't able, were privy to go in and get unless you did some other part of a quest. And it was like, no, nah, just let me get a shoot 'em up that that I can <laughs> play for hours and have fun with it. Metroid did right? that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think we both came back as some pretty pretty good characters right there. Right. For sure. So <laughs> And y'all hit us in, in the social media. Let us know what characters would y'all come back in as far as a classic video game. You know, did, did you have it did you did you have any other as mentions? Sorry. Sorry, continue. Oh no, you're fine. Um as mentions. Um first thought was Mario. And I was okay. like, nah, I don't want to be Mario, I wanna be Luigi. Because Mario always gets all the love. Luigi, I, I would I would kick Mario's ass out the way and get some love. Like on my own. Probably probably kill Mario at some point in time. And then just become my own plumber and go from there. Um my second game that I was thinking about was Galaga. Oh, okay. Um, I you know, as far as shooting and and kinda kinda taking after space invaders, I was like Galaga would be a good mix, but I'm for sure going to die in that game. <laughs> and the last game that I was thinking about that I could go to the end, but it, it kind of would piss me off if I was that character would be Ninja Gaiden. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, mine was uh, Final Fantasy V. So. Okay. Specifically, that one, I, I know I beat that game at least two or three times all the way through. So. Nice. Yeah. So, but uh, but going back even classic when I had the Atari, my sister always played pole position, but I always played uh, breakout. <laughs> so, breakout was on point. Breakout yeah. Um, and then I, I always felt like I was really good at breakout, but then whenever I would see alleyway, like we had the pizza hut with an alleyway in it. And it's like I always wanted to play it because it's like, ooh, I can get power ups and shoot stuff and get <laughs> get multiple balls. But I was never good at alleyway. I don't know why. Breakout, like breakout, I could do all day. <laughs> alleyway <laughs> just always kick my ass. <laughs> yeah, see, I could do alleyway, but then the next thing that came around was Paperboy, and that one really pissed me off. And I was like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm I'm not good at this. I'm just gonna let this ride. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay. Yep. So, all right. Well, this has um, been a tad too far. You can find this on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and on our website, tadtoofar.com. T a d t o f t a d t o f a r dot com. Please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. We're part of the Sioux Empire Podcast Network. Um, and that's it, folks. Bye. Bye. Do, 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 do. <laughs>